Father Yah, in the name of Yeshua, I bless this broadcast, this message, this information, this instruction, but not because of who I am, because of who Yah is. I've heard my wife's words, her messages, her lessons, her reading of the word, and they are good. Because there are Yah's word. So Yah, be it your will. Continue blessing her message. Her expressing of your message. The understanding of the word. Not just reciting the scriptures, but understanding the meaning of the scriptures. And the walk that it will take you. The straight and narrow. Straight and narrow. Some of this will be a little difficult to to digest. But truth hurts. The same way a scab hurts or a cut hurts, it heals. It brings different understanding and learning and a different purpose in life. So through Yah, the Messiah. Oh. Yah and the Messiah. I put a blessing on these words because of his power, Yah's, that she may speak into your lives, speak into your walk, which to me is the most important part because that's what the word is, a message on how to walk. So as she speaks these Messages through scriptures on how to walk in Yah's way with the example of the Messiah. I hope that you're edified. I pray that you're edified and blessed by the message you are about to receive. In the Messiah's name, hallelujah. Be blessed. And enjoy and be edified by the word of my wife, Batya Ariadi. Hallelujah. Thank you, King. I thank you so much. From his mouth to Yah's ears, get ready for this segment. From your sister, Aja Batya Leisha Reed, a.k.a. Mrs. Ariadi. Greetings and Shalom Mishpacha. What's poppin' family? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Covered in Spirit and Truth with your sister, Ayabatya Alicia. So family, listen. Oh, guys, so much to talk about right now. So much, so much, so much. So listen, I know that you guys have heard me mention before that I am, I'm on a Facebook group right? And it's called Sisterhood Real Talk. So I've just been coming um, uh, in contact with some very interesting posts, okay? Some posts that have brought up topics that I needed to discuss, guys. So now today, we have a post and uh, I have to address it, okay? And let me just say this. So, Andrea Patino, I understand exactly where you're coming from, okay? And it is because we as a people, and I'm talking about my people, my black people from the loins of our father Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, okay? We have been being misrepresented, all right? So I want to talk about it and I'm just going to say this before I go into this segment. I'm not racist. Okay. I have some people in my life that I care about very much that are um, Puerto Rican, that are Dominican. Okay. And many other races. So I do not uh, associate myself with people based on race, creed or color. No, I do not. And with that being said now though, my Puerto Rican friend who 
has pretty much no melanin to uh, his or her complexion, there's no way in the world I would tell my friend, you know, you're Judah, right? Or, you know, you're Israel, right? Or, you know, you're one of the 12 tribes, right? That I would not do. I do not believe that my Puerto Rican friend is a part of the 12 tribes. Do I believe that my my white Puerto Rican friend or my white skinned or lighter skinned or uh, skin lacking uh, melanin in its pigment, would I tell that person that they can't be saved and that Yahusha doesn't love them? Never would I. That person can be saved and redeemed and serve the Most High and his people. Hallelujah. Okay. So no, I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is that there is a distinction. Okay, so I want to talk about that in this topic, in this segment. And I'm going to read um, the post. So Andrea Patino or Patino says, I really don't mean anything rude. But from my research, the Hebrew men in general and what I see women post here, it seems a lot of them use and hide this religion to abuse and mistreat women. Sad. Okay, this is what this is what her post says. So let's go down and we're gonna read some of the comments. Okay, and I want to give a fat shout out to all of my righteous sisters that are a part of this group. I love you ladies dearly. I'm learning from you guys. I am receiving support and encouragement from some of you guys. Okay, so let me just say, Julie Dixon says they do. Amalia Ibrahim and family, let me just say this. This is coming from Facebook. So this is already a public domain. It's public, you know, so it's not like I am, you know, violating anybody's personal space or throwing their names out there, their names and their pictures, our names and pictures are already on all over Facebook, Instagram and everything. Okay. So I just want to let you guys know, like I'm not breaching any confidentiality clauses or anything. All right. All right. So Amalia Ibrahim says the spirit of religion is a very filthy spirit. Christ calls it Christ calls it out among the Pharisees and Sadducees many times. Yes, Yahusha Hamashiach surely did. You are so right, Amalia Ibrahim. That's right. And then Stephanie Odom. Stephanie Odom says, yes, it's scary. A lot of women have left the faith because of it. At one time, it had me questioning what this is. Why would I want a Hebrew man if he if he's acting worse than those in the world? Just being honest, it just shows what has always been in them. Fruit is a fruit is mad rotten. Yep, come on, let's keep going. Tahilia Bat Yisrael says, unfortunately. You have observed accurately. But don't leave. Don't leave the most high because of man. Besides, I'm seeing more men stepping up to correct these erroneous brothers and defend the sisters. And remember that not all Hebrew brothers have found this truth yet. And they don't wear, (laughs) here we go, and they don't wear purple but they work hard. They are, I'm sorry, I laughed a little bit because, you know, and no disrespect to the brothers that do wear purple and gold and whatever other colors and, you know, look handsome in it and really keep Torah and really have um, knowledge of the Brit Harasha, which is the New Testament, and really go after the ways of Messiah. This is nothing to you, okay? But the ones that go around acting like super brews, looking like Power Rangers, but no love in their heart, those are the ones that I laugh at. So, okay, so, but they are brothers. I want to say I was on 
a platform last night and there's an op named Shaw Sham and, and I watched the video with him recently and he had on, you know, like the priestly head garment as he should as being a son of Judah, a, 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 you know, a man of Judah. So that was dope. And he, to me, he killed that and he ain't look crazy with it. Okay. So anyway, it's not what you do. Sometimes it's how you do it. And some of them, they just go on wearing like costumes because the Ruach HaKodesh ain't on them. So anyway, um, Tehillah by Yisrael um, goes on to say, and they don't wear purple, but they work hard. They are kind. They honor poor parents. Wait, they honor their parents, etc. It is not illegal to consider a Hebrew brother like this. It is not illegal to consider a Hebrew to consider a Hebrew brother like this. Come out. Here we go. That's right. It says, come out the camps, ladies. Find someone that will follow the most high in truth and love. Leave the wilding camps alone. And that's exactly what I'm seeing. You know, these camp brothers are the ones doing this, having multiple women, are uh, telling their women they don't have to work. I mean, you know, the, the dudes don't have to work and they got these women on these government programs or they got these women out working themselves while the men just sit home and sit at the gate and do nothing. As for, listen, I'm telling you, a lot of us went from Christianity to campianity and it's all insanity, you know, so... So, um, kudos to you, says, yes, leave the camps alone. Um, and then Lisa Spigots says, um, I left a camp and told the spouse elder sister why. And basically her response there about her response was there about order. No sister is about one Peter uh, 1 Peter 1 4 22 it about repentance keeping your law I guess she was typing fast and it's kind of hard for me to read what she's saying um so guys you know what let's go into 1 Peter chapter 1 verses 4 through 22 and I saw a renewed heaven and a renewed earth. For the former heaven and the former earth had passed away, and the sea is no more. And I, Yohanan, saw the city set apart, renewed Jerusalem, coming down from the heaven from Elohim, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, See, the booth of Elohim is with men and shall dwell with them and they shall be his people and Elohim himself shall be with them and he shall be their Elohim. And Yahuwah shall wipe away every tear from their eyes and there shall be no more death nor mourning nor crying and there shall be no more pain for the former matters have passed away. And he who was sitting on the throne said, See, I make all matters new. And he said to me, Write, for these words are true and trustworthy. And he said to me, It is done. I am the Aleph and the Tav, the beginning and the end. To the one who thirsts, I shall give of the fountain of the water of life without payment. The one who overcomes shall inherit all this, and I shall be his Elohim, and he shall be my son. But as for the cowardly and untrustworthy and abominable and murderers and those who whore and drug sorcerers and idolaters and all the false, their part is in the lake which burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. And one of the seven messengers who held the seven bowls filled with the seven last plagues came to me and spoke with me, saying, Come, I shall show you the bride, the lamb's wife. And he carried me away in the spirit to the great and high mountain 
and showed me the great city, the set-apart Yerushalayim, descending out of the heaven from Elohim. Having the esteem of Elohim and her light was with a most precious stone, like a jasper stone, clear as crystal, and having a great and high wall, having twelve gates, and at the gates twelve messengers, and names written on them, which were those of the twelve tribes of the children of Yasharel. Three gates on the east, three gates on the north, three gates on the south, and three gates on the west. And the wall of the city had twelve foundations, and on them were the names of the twelve emissaries of the Lamb. And he who spoke with me had a golden measuring rod to measure the city, and its gates and its wall. And the city lies four-cornered, and its length is as great as its breadth. And the measure, and he measured the city with the rod, twelve thousand stadia. The length and the breadth and the height of it are equal. And he measured its walls, hundred and forty-four arms, according to the measure of a man, that is, of a messenger. And the structure of its wall was jasper. And the city was clean gold like clear glass. And the foundation of the wall of the city were adorned with all kinds of precious stones. The first foundation jasper, the second sapphire, the third agite, the fourth emerald, the fifth sardonyx, the sixth ruby, the seventh chrysolite, the eighth beryl, the ninth topaz, the tenth Chrysophas, the eleventh, Jasmine, the twelfth, Amethyst, and the twelve gates were twelve pearls. Each one of the gates was a single pearl, and the street of the city was clean gold, like transparent glass. And I saw no dwelling in it, for El, for Yahuwah, Elohim, or I'm sorry, for Yahuwah, Al Shaddai is its dwelling place, and the Lamb. And the city had no need of the sun, nor of the moon to shine in it, for the esteem of Elohim lighted it, and the Lamb is the lamp. And its nations of those who are saved shall walk in its light, and the sovereigns of the earth bring their esteem into it. I'm going to read that again, verse 24. And the nations of those who are saved shall walk in its light and the sovereigns of the earth bring their esteem to it and its gates shall not be shut at all by day for night shall not be there and they shall bring the esteem and the appreciation of the nations into it and there shall be no means by no means enter into it whatever is unclean neither anyone doing abomination and falsehood, but only those who are written in the Lamb's book of life. Family, let's get into this. Okay, so I'm going to read the scripture, see if I could connect and understand what the sis was saying. Um, but instead of starting at verse 4, you know, I like to go with verse ahead, so verse 3. Um, says, blessed be, oh no, not this version. Sorry, family. Okay. Blessed be the Elohim and father of our Messiah, Yahusha Hamashiach, who according to his great compassion has caused us to be born again to a living expectation through the resurrection of Yahusha Messiah from the dead to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and unfading, having been kept in the heavens for you, who are protected by the power of Allahim through belief for a deliverance ready 
to be revealed in the last time. Hallelujah. I get exactly what she's saying. Come on now. In which you exalt even through, even though for a little while, and this, this word is E-X-U-L-T. Okay. Um, and I'm reading in the TS 2009. So some of these words are unfamiliar because we don't use them. Okay. So I'm going to go to real quick, just to the ERV for that verse and see how it translates. So according to great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Messiah Yahusha from the dead to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in the Shamayim or kept in heaven for you, who by Yahuwah's power are being guarded through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you rejoice, though now, okay, got it. In this you rejoice, though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved. So that word, you know, okay, got it. So they rejoice, hallelujah, this, in this you rejoice. So you rejoice in the knowledge of knowing that your current state will not be forever. Weeping may endure for a night, hallelujah. But joy is coming. Come on now. Okay, so I get exactly what the sister's saying. So she said to go all the way to, she went to 22. So let's go. Verse 22. I mean, verse 26. We'll be stopping at 22. In this, you rejoice, though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials, so that the tested genuineness of your faith more precious than gold that perishes though it is tested by fire may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Yahusha the Messiah or Yahusha Hamashiach or Yahushua Hamashiach hallelujah though you have not seen him you love him though you do not no, though you do not now see him you believe him and rejoice with joy that is inexpressible and filled with great glory obtaining the outcome of your faith hallelujah verse 10 concerning this deliverance the prophets have sought out and searched out prophesying concerning the favor for you searching to know to know what or what sort of time the spirit which is in them was pointing out concerning Mashiach or Messiah when it was bearing witness beforehand when it was bearing witness beforehand that the sufferings of Messiah and the esteems that will follow To whom it was revealed that they were serving not themselves, but you in these matters, which now have been announced to you through those who brought the good news. Okay, so wait, I'm sorry. I don't like jumping in a chapter of anything like, you know, at the because I want to know who they talking about, who he's talking to. So I'm going to verse one. Kepha, an emissary of Yahusha Messiah, to the chosen strangers, okay, to the chosen strangers of the dispersion, got it, got it, got it, okay, so remember now, Paul, or Shaul, um, and Peter, they were, you know, they were going through, um, in Rome, and in Greece, right? So it says here, Kepha was speaking to the strangers of the dispersion. That means the people of the other nations and the places where we were dispersed. All right? Gotta remember, family. <sighs> there was a time before slavery, before 
you know, they, they gathered us from Africa and then sold us, okay, through the transatlantic slave trade. You got to remember that there was a time when we were in Israel. And after we were in Israel, we were also in Spain and in Portugal, okay, and Greece and Rome, okay. And there were many being converted, all right. So, so the, the emissaries, the apostles, the disciples, all right, or the, the missionaries, if you will, they was pe- preaching and teaching, um, continuing the work of Yahusha. All right. So it says, um, to the chosen strangers of the dispersion in Pontos, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bith- Bithynia. I'm sorry, Bethunia, chosen according to the foreknowledge of Elohim, the Father, set apart by the Spirit unto obedience. Hallelujah. And see, family, okay, thank you. Let's keep going. And sprinkling of the blood of Yahusha, Messiah, favor and peace be increased to you. All right, I get, I got it. And see, and this is another thing too, because those, those people in those camps are teaching that salvation is only for, you know, the children of Israel, not true at all. Salvation is available for all who will believe on the son. Okay. But there is still a hierarchy. There is still order in the kingdom. All right. But, um, right now, right now, the, the, my biggest thing, my agenda is for my people to be um, knowledgeable as to who we are, where we come from, who our father is, who the prophets before us was, um, and where the bloodlines branched off, how they branched off. Okay. I need, my agenda is to make sure our people understand the difference between, um, Shem, Ham and Japheth. Okay. Understand the necessity for being born again because the bloodlines have been all mixed up and all tainted. We got Esau mixing with the Canaanites. We got Esau mixing with the Ishmaelites. We got, um, you know, even Judah mixing with the Canaanites. Okay, so we've been doing a whole bunch and then forget about it. What about during the times of slavery? Okay, all of our, our black um, women were getting raped by these men of these other races, by these white men. Okay, and then their seed got all mixed up. So pretty much we're really all mixed up and, and, and intermingled one with another. But there are still 100, and I can't stop stressing it. There are still 144,000 direct pure bloodlines. That will be reigning in New Jerusalem. Period. And it's not according to my word. It's according to what the scriptures say. Okay. But now let's talk about those without number. And that are the people of all the other nations that believe on him. So that means there's going to be some Chinese. There's going to be some Dominican. There's going to be some, even some Haitian. There's going to, you understand what I'm saying? It's going to be that. It is going to be that because that is what the word says. Hallelujah. But anyway, let's keep going here. So now I just wanted to understand who he was talking about because I just jumped or who he was talking to because I just jumped right in at um, verse three. All right. So moving on down, let's go. Let's get to verse 10. Concerning this deliverance, the prophets have sought out and searched out prophesying concerning the favor for you, searching to know what or what sort of time the spirit which was in them was pointing out concerning Messiah when it was bearing witness beforehand the sufferings of Messiah and the esteems that will follow to whom it was revealed that they were serving not themselves but you in these matters which now have been announced to you through those who brought the good news to you by the set apart spirit sent from heaven into which messengers long to look into. Therefore, having gird up the loins of your mind, being sober, set your expectation perfectly upon the favor that is to be brought to you 
at the revelation of Yahusha Messiah. As obedient children, not conforming yourselves to the former lusts in your ignorance. Instead, as the one who called you is set apart, so also, I'm sorry, so you also should become set apart in all behavior. And what does that mean to be set apart in all behavior? Again, going back to my very first issue that I had when I joined the group and and that was the using of crystals and things of that nature. Okay, that is a behavior that our father wants us to be set apart from. Okay, and I will share the scriptures that the Holy Spirit leads me back into those scriptures during this segment. Scriptures that say exactly that. Okay, so verse 16, because it has been written, be set apart for I am set apart. If you call on the father who without partiality judges according to each one's works past the time of your sojourning in fear, knowing that you were redeemed from your futile behavior inherited from your father's. Not with what is corruptible silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Messiah. So I want to go right here and, and, and say something about this part too. Because guys, you see that, um, you know, even though the rules were that we should not mix, we didn't follow the rules and we mixed. And the reason why Yahuwah did not want um, our men mixing with the women of other nations because he didn't want us to learn their traditions and their ways. Okay, all right. So I'm gonna read it again. I'm gonna go back just a little bit um, to verse 16. Because it is written, be set apart, for I am set apart. And if you call on the Father who without partiality judges according to each one's works, past the time of your sojourning in fear, knowing that you were redeemed from your futile behavior inherited from your fathers. What was the futile behavior inherited from our fathers? Did they not start prostrating themselves under every green tree? And these were customs that they learned from their Canaanite wives. Okay. Not with what is corruptible, silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Messiah as of a lamb, unblemished and spotless, foreknown indeed, before the foundation of the world, hallelujah, and manifested in these last times for your sakes, who through him believe in Elohim, who raised him from the dead and gave him esteem, so that your belief and expectation are in Elohim, hallelujah, now that you have cleansed your lives, and this is for my sisters, okay, once you've come out of Christianity, once you realize that those camps are full of, you know, the spirit of Satan, I'm going to be honest, those camps are full of brothers that want to indoctrinate women um, to just following them and being subservient to them only and not to the, to the word, okay? So listen, now that you have cleansed your lives in obeying the truth through the spirit, to unfeigned brotherly love, love one another fervently with a clean heart. And this is why I'm so happy, you know, that the sister started this group, praise Yahuwah for you, Akoti Autumn, because now the sisters can come and love on each other and lift each other up and dust each other off and adjust each other's crowns. Okay, so that we can be fit for a real son of the most high. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? Hallelujah. Oh, um, since I'm telling you, when you become the woman of the most high that he has fashioned you to be. Okay, and he's opened your eyes to his truth and you understand this word. You'll receive your Boaz, sister. You'll receive your husband of promise. Someone who will love you. And, and, and treat you as his equal partner and joint heir with Mashiach, hallelujah, but also taking care of you, protecting you as the weaker vessel, 
You feel me what I'm saying? But he won't treat you as you're mentally weak or you won't count or anything like that. But the only way for you to be knowledgeable and wise enough to, to, to wait for that type of, you need to have that relationship first with the father. Like it says in the book of Isaiah, I'm not exactly sure what verse, but it said, you know, Yahuwah will be a husband to you. Okay. So, you know, just come on, let's love on each other in the group. Hallelujah. So that we'll be ready. Okay. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the book of Tobit. It's an apocryphal book. Okay. But Sarah went through seven, about seven dead husbands before she met Tobit. And that's because those were all the wrong men. Those weren't the man of promise for her. So there was an evil Ruach that would come and keep killing them. All right. So my point is when she met the one that Yahuwah had destined for her. And that's the problem. We're not waiting. We're tired of being lonely or whatever. We see in other people in relationships. So we want that. So we jump at the first thing moving towards us with the Bible. Okay. So anyway, let's continue. I want to read some more of the comments here. So, um, somebody, okay. So Talia by Israel, Talisa Spigot. She says, sis, you are saying that because you didn't want to be abused. Your faith is weak. Hmm. Wait, something just threw me off. So Lisa said that she left the camp. Praise Yahuwah. So hold on a minute. So Talia Yisrael says, Unfortunately, you have observed accurately, okay? But don't leave. Oh. Okay. So, apparently this this sister is in a camp. So, she said, you know, don't leave the camp. No. Oh, so basically she says don't leave the most high. Leave the camp. There's nothing wrong with what she's saying. And then, so Lisa says to her, I left a camp and told the spouse, you know, this why and everything like that. And then she said, um, you know. It's about the most high. Yes, hallelujah. There's nothing wrong with that. Sis, are you saying that because you didn't want to be abused? See, I don't understand where she's going with the question, but there's nothing wrong with what the sister said. Okay. She was right to leave the camp. Leave the camp. I'm sorry. You know, and let me just say this. If, in fact, you have a camp, found a camp, and they are really moving according to Torah, and really moving according to the covenant given by Yahushua HaMashiach, where he says, you know, love um, Yahuwah Elohim with all of your heart, mind, and soul, and love your neighbor as yourself, then kudos to you. You know, I just, I don't have any um, experience of meeting people that have found a camp with, you know, true righteousness and, you know, not moving like a cult. All right. So anyway, moving right along, Aliyah Levi, unfortunately, my first experience of a Hebrew Israelite man, I think I read that already. Okay, let's keep going here now. Okay, so then Aaliyah, Aaliyah Levi or Levi, Levi, I think says, I have been alone a while now. It's not what I wanted, but also not worth getting into a horrible or abusive relationship either. I know that's right. And um, Lisa Spigot to Aaliyah Levi says, I'd rather die alone. These brothers are not ready. They ain't worthy, sis. I'd rather die alone too. But I bless your whore that, you know, I am married. And my husband and I, have, we've gone through so many different transitions in our relationships. Some of the issues faith-based, okay? But I bless y'all that now, you know, my husband prays. He prays to Yahuwah. He prays in the name of Yahusha. So I give glory to the Most High Yah for that. Hallelujah. So anyway, guys, I've been running my mouth about this for about 20 minutes. I'm going to stop now. I'm going to take a brief praise break and I'll be right back.
So, family, I did say that I was going to be sharing some scriptures with you, okay, guys? So, let's recap now. Um, I did say that there was some uh, mention of crystals for healing. There have been people that were under the post. And, you know, I was going to um, read the post right now, but I'm not going to do that. But what I am going to do is read the scriptures that talk about the use of uh, some of these items that women of other nationalities have brought in and mixed in with our faith, okay? So, coming from Ezekiel chapter 13, uh, let's see what verse I'm going to begin from. Starting from verse 17, it says, And you, son of man, set your face against the daughters of your people who are prophesying out of their own heart and prophesy against them. 
and you shall say, This is the master, Yahuwah. This is what the master, Yahuwah, said. Woe to the women, sewing cushions for all joints of the hand. And our family, just to uh, clarify, this means our bracelets, cloth bracelets, okay? So, woe to the women, sewing cushions for all joints of the hand. And to those making veils for the heads of people of every size to hunt beings. You hunt the beings of my people while you keep alive your own beings. And you have profaned me among my people for handfuls of barley and for pieces of bread to put to death beings that should not die and to keep alive beings who should not live. By your lying to my people who listen to lies. Therefore, thus says Master Yah, See, I am against your cushions by which you hunt the beings like birds. And I shall tear them from your arms and shall let the beings go, the beings you hunt like birds. And I shall tear off your veils and shall deliver my people out of your hand, and they shall no longer be a prey in your hand. And you shall know that I am Yahuwah, because with falsehood you have made the heart of the righteous sad, whom I have not made sad. You have strengthened the hands of the wrong, so that he does not turn from his evil way to keep them alive. Therefore, you shall no longer see false visions, nor practice divination. And I shall deliver my people out of your hand, and you shall know that I am Yahuwah. So now let's get into this divination. What uh, is the divination that Yahuwah is talking about? And for this family, we are going to uh, go to the scriptures. And it was funny to me because somebody went under the post and said, you know, you religious people are bound by what's in a book. Let me just say this. Number one, I'm not a religious person. Okay. I do love the word. Okay. Hallelujah. Because in the beginning was the word. Okay. And so I do understand that these words that are in this book are words spoken by Yahuwah to his prophets through the Holy Spirit, which is Yahuwah's divine spirit. Okay. So yes, I, I, I'm not bound to the, to the book. I'm bound to Yahuwah. I'm bound to Yahusha. Hallelujah. So, okay, family, let me go and find the scriptures that I want to, um, to just bring forward. Okay, so the first verse that I'm going to bring out comes from Leviticus 19. We're going to start at verse 26. Do not eat meat with the blood. Do not practice magic or divination. Okay, so what things are classified as magic or divination? Okay, and also, guys, we have Deuteronomy 18, 10 through 12, because we're going to get into more of what our divination and practicers of the occult, what they are doing, because they're trying to mix it in with our faith. And that is a no-no. That is very, very dangerous. Okay. Um, there's, there was even a woman in the group. I blocked her family. Um, and she, she literally says, you know, I'm a proud witch blessed by the so-called God you claim to serve. Okay, and you know, so anyway, I blocked her. So here we go. Deuteronomy 18, 10 through 12. There shall not be found among you anyone who makes his son or daughter pass through the fire. One who uses divination. One who practices witchcraft. So you proud witch. The Elohim, the Elohim that I serve says that I shall not, that there shall not be found among me and my people. One who practices witchcraft. So you said you a witch. You need to come up off the group. I'm literally going to share the name of her with the admin and prayerfully she will be removed from the group and anyone else that practices into the things that she practices. They shall not be mentioned among us. They shall not be found among you. Anyone who practices witchcraft 
or one who interprets omens, or a sorcerer, or one who casts a spell, or a medium, or a spiritist, or one who calls up the dead. For whosoever does these things is detestable to Yah. And because of these detestable things, Yahuwah, your Elohim, will drive them out before you. Isaiah 8, 19 through 20. When they say to you, consult the mediums and the spiritists who whisper and mutter, should not a people consult their Elohim? Should they consult the dead on behalf of the living? To the law and to the testimony, if they do not speak according to thus word, it is because they have no light in them. They have no daybreak. They, you know, they have nothing but darkness. Leviticus 19.31, do not turn to mediums or spiritists. Do not seek them out to be defiled by them. I am Yahuwah, your Elohim. Leviticus 20, verse 6. As for the person who turns to mediums and to spiritists to play the harlot after them, I will also set my face against that person and will cut him off from amongst his people. 2 Kings 23, 24. Moreover, Josiah removed the mediums and spiritists and teraphim and the idols and all the abominations that were seen in the land of Yehuda and Yerushalayim, that he might confirm the words of the law which were written in the book that Hilkiah uh, the priest found in the house of Yahuwah. Jeremiah 27, 9. But as for you, do not listen to your prophets, your diviners, your dreamers, your soothsayers, your sorcerers who speak to you saying, you will not serve the king of Babylon. 1 Samuel 28, 3 through 16. Now Samuel was dead. So let me just stop right here. You know, there are so many people that, you know, they go to these people to communicate with their dead loved ones. And, you know, to these people that channel the spirit of the ancestors and, you know, that's all <clears throat> witchcraft. It's all divination. It is against the most high Yah. Okay. Period. Point blank. Okay. So here we go here. Here's an example of someone who consulted a medium to speak to the dead. First Samuel 28, 3 through 16. Now Samuel was dead and all Israel had lamented him and buried him in Ramah, his own city. And Saul had removed from the land those who were mediums and spiritists. <clears throat> so the Philistines gathered together and came and camped in, Shem, in Shunem, or Shunem. And Saul gathered all Israel together, and they camped in, in Galboa. When Saul saw the camp of the Philistines, he was afraid, and his heart, was, and his heart trembled greatly. When Saul inquired of Yahuwah, Yahuwah did not answer him, either by dreams or by Urim or by prophets. Then Saul said to his servants, Seek me for a woman who is a medium, that I may go to her and inquire of her. And his servants said to him, Behold, hold on, sorry family. Behold, you know what Saul, wait, 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 hold on. Behold, there is a woman who is a medium at Endor. Then Saul disguised himself by putting on other clothes and went, he and two men with him. And they came to the woman by night and he said, conjure up for me, please, and bring up for me whom I shall name to you. But the woman said to him, Behold, you know what Saul has done, how he has cut off those who are mediums and spiritists from the land. Why are you then laying a snare for my life to bring about my death? Saul vowed to her by Yah, saying, 
as Yah lives. No punishment shall come upon you for this thing. Then the woman said, Whom shall I bring up for you? And he said, Bring up Samuel for me. When the woman saw Samuel, she cried. She cried out with a loud voice. And the woman spoke to Saul, saying, Why have you deceived me? For you are Saul, the king. The king said to her, Do not be afraid. But what do you see? And the woman said to her, I see a divine being coming up out of the earth. He said to her, What is his form? She said to him, An old man is coming up, and he is wrapped with a robe. And Saul knew that it was Samuel, and he bowed with his face to the ground and did homage. Then Samuel said to Saul, Why have you disturbed me by bringing me up? And Saul answered, I am greatly distressed for the Philistines are waging war against me, and Yahuwah has departed from me and no longer answers me, either through dreams, either through prophets or by dreams. <clears throat> Excuse me, family. Therefore, I have called you that you may make known to me what I should do. Samuel said, why then do you ask me since Yahuwah has departed from you? And has become your adversary. Hmm. Hmm. First Chronicles 10.13 So Saul died for his trespass. Which he committed against Yahuwah. Because of the word of Yahuwah. Which he did not keep. And also because he asked counsel of a medium. Making inquiry of it. Family, I could go on and on, but I am going to bring this to a close soon and very soon. But I encourage you guys to read 2 Kings chapter 21, verse 6. 2 Chronicles 33, 6. Isaiah 19, 3. Family, astrology is against Yahuwah. Tarot card reading. Against Yahuwah, crystal using, crystal charging, crystal healing against. With you pertaining to that, okay, so just hold on tight.
Guys, I'm going to leave you with um, Bereshit 28, that's Genesis 28. And Yitzhak called Yaakov and blessed him and commanded him and said to him, Do not take a wife from the daughters of Kenan or Canaan. Okay? There was a reason for this family. And we're going to get into this in part two. I will be doing a part two concerning this topic of the ways of the Canaanites, of the use of witchcraft and divination that have been mixed among Israel. I'm also going to be um, also sharing about the descendants of the, the people that Esau mixed with, okay? Remember, Esau did have children with Canaanites. There are some that are teaching that those people were destroyed, and I'm going to show you through the scriptures how those people um, were not um, continuously, utterly destroyed. Their descendants continued to go on. The dukes of Esau continued to go on and spread their seed. So, guys, I have um, taken up enough of your time. Thank you so much for listening. Once again, shout out to my Israelite sisterhood, Real Talk. Love you so much, Autumn Humphreys. Love you, sisters. Um, shalom. Thanks for listening.